0: Hello, and welcome to I Have a Few Questions About Being a Grown-Up. I'm Annie
1: Middlemist. And I'm Patrice Ciccarelli. We are two coaches helping new adults who are trying to navigate their path.
0: We tackle your questions and offer solutions while building your emotional intelligence along the way. We're here to help.
1: Let's get started.
0: Hey, Patrice, how are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm doing
0: good. Um... You know, we've had some great questions come in on our email. We've had some great clients ask us questions, and um, that's been great. And then I think what has been really fun is when I talk to young people personally, that they just, when you tell them that you're doing this podcast, have you found they just start asking you questions?
1: Yes, I know. It's so fun because everybody I talk to gets so excited about the things that we're talking about. And then have other ideas for us to talk about, like you should talk about this, you should talk about that, so it is fun hearing directly from them what they want to hear about. exactly, and so um, hanging out
0: with some of my former students and my nieces and nephews, there seems to be such a huge spectrum of what people think about how they look and it's this whole concept of body image. And, you know, we, we hear about it in the media. It's not like you and I didn't grow up with fashion magazines. And we were in the era when they invented the word supermodel for goodness sake. But now with, um, computer alterations, you, you literally can look at someone in a magazine who it is physically impossible to look like. Right. Right. Because things have been altered. So
1: my question Or is, even physically impossible, even if that is their natural body, it's so impossible to achieve it. What it would take to get to that and sustain it is so impossible or challenging. It's just not worth it. So mm-hmm. anyway, okay. go to your question.
0: <laughs> so... I'm looking at young people and I love the confidence that some girls have. And I love that media and ads are starting to show normal size people. Target has a whole line right now where the pictures of the girls in the store are not teeny tiny. They look absolutely normal and confident and beautiful. And then you'll talk to someone who is really fit and strong and thinks that they look awful and stops eating and, you know, skips meals before a party. So I thought maybe we could talk today about giving some people ideas or tips to build your self-image. And I know we talked about self-awareness, but also how do you build your self-image?
1: How do you build that kind of confidence that you're enough, I guess? Right. Yeah, that's a good question. Because like you just said, it's... Did you say this? It's about mindset. It's about (laughs) (laughs) self-awareness. I don't know if you just said this, <laughs>
0: I. but I think it is about mindset, right?
1: Yeah. So I think that it all goes back to mindset and we have a story in our head about who we are and how we look and how other people perceive us. And wherever that story came from, it could be a story that is not true, that's been built up over time for whatever reason, either somebody told you something that stuck with you when you were in elementary school and that started to create your image of yourself or somebody teased you about something, but everybody has a story in their head of who they are, and how they feel about themselves. And depending on what that story is, I think it can have a big impact on how you see yourself, how you present yourself to the world, your own specific body image, or personal image of yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was looking at this, I was kind of looking at things about confidence and curiosity and other work I've been doing. And I came across this article where they said that they asked a bunch of 10th graders, are you confident? Only 6% of girls in high school said they felt confident and 13% of boys. So that means 94% of the people that teenagers hang out with are not confident in themselves.
1: Yeah. And that is a difficult age because that's when you're starting to grow up. You're changing so much during that time, you know, both inside and outside. There's so much going on that it's almost like your confidence hasn't caught up with who you are yet. So it's almost mm. a critical time, I think, of if you have somebody in your life who's that age to help them build that confidence and help them accept themselves for who they are. So it's important to be intentional. If you're friends with somebody that age, have a child that age, work with kids that age, really thinking about how much they're going through and how, There, you can impact and make a mark on who they are at that time in their life. Right, right. Yeah,
0: and I would like to say to people that are kind of struggling with their self-image is really thinking about the people in your life and do you really care what they look like? And put yourself into that mindset of, if you love someone no matter what they look like, that person probably loves you as well no matter what you look like. And so how do we get a little bit deeper into looking into the soul, the spirit, the kindness, the generosity of the people we're with. And, you know, in that self image, realizing that um, so much of the messages that we're getting in about what we should look like are by marketing companies. Yeah. They're not by physicians or fitness experts, or, you know, it's all from
1: marketing campaigns. Right. Yeah, because the other stuff isn't sexy. So (laughs) that's why marketing is all about what's cool and what's sexy. But I was thinking about um, two things. One, um, a while ago, I remember one of my sons got a haircut. And it was, he had gone to a new barber who had never cut his hair before. And he didn't do a great job of describing what kind of haircut he wanted. And he was so bummed when he left that place because it's too short on the sides and too short on top. And it, it just wasn't what he was expecting. And I thought he looked amazing. I thought he looked handsome. I thought it was the best haircut he'd had in a while. You know, he just looks so clean cut and great. But he said, mom, when I put my hat on my ears stick out and I'm like, everybody's ears stick. out." (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, well, no, that's all you can see is my ears. And he, he kept talking about how big his ears were and his ears are not, bigger than anybody else's ears, but with short hair, you know, you see him outside of the hat. So later that night we had some friends over and there was somebody there who had a really short haircut and was wearing a hat and his ears were sticking out. So my son did not notice this. So I'm like, what do you think of his hat and his hair? Said, did you notice his ears sticking out? He goes, his ears aren't sticking out. I'm like, they look just like yours he goes yeah but his don't look bad and I thought he thinks that everybody else is looking at him he assumes that because he noticed it that's all anybody else can see and he kind of giggled to himself when I pointed out that this other guy's ears were sticking out as much as his he's like he totally got it at that moment like I get it. Like nobody, like nobody else cares about my ears except for me. But I think that there's something there in understanding that people are not worried about you. Mm -hmm. They're worried about themselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're thinking about their own ears. They're not thinking about your ears. And if they do criticize your ears, there's something wrong with them. They've got something right. going on inside them. They're hurting. They feel bad about themselves. And it's not about you, even though they project it at you, which is terrible. Right. But um it's such a message that you have to remind yourself like their bad mood has nothing to do with you, even if they're yeah. at you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I I truly believe that confidence increases your self-image and just looking at what about me is great. Like, do you have great fingernails? We're just talking about personal things. Do you have great skin? Um, Do you have a great sense of style? Are you good at putting outfits together? Do you love wearing jewelry that makes you feel good? Like what makes you feel good today? And take that little tiny thing and roll with it. And I think it'll naturally, you know, Start to build you up, but um, but I agree. I think the comparing thing is, you know, a plus and a, a plus and a minus. Um, but look for someone who looks, comp- you know, confident on the street and kind of see. I wonder where that comes from and how we build that little tiny things at a time. I think break change.
1: Yeah, we talk about um, at work a lot authentic leadership and what it means to be authentic. And some people, whether it's leadership or any other topic, just being authentic, that means being yourself and being comfortable with yourself enough to go out and really be who you are. And I worked with this one leader and she would not be the person that you would look at and say, this is a vice president in a large company. She just did not look like it. She would wear cat glasses and stripes and plaids and just funky, funky clothes, (laughs) but she owned it. And it was something that, you know, wasn't my style. I'm not sure I could pull off, but she wore it like, like she was a boss, you know, and she was a vice president in a really large company and I always used her as an example as an authentic leader. Like there isn't a recipe that says you have to wear the button down suit and the one inch heels and, you know, the dark blue and the bangs and the shoulder length hair. There's nothing that says that the authenticity comes from inside and the confidence that you're comfortable in your own skin. So if you come to work in professional but funky clothes (laughs) if you own it and you're like this is me you know these are my cat glasses and I'm here to make decisions and do great work that's what it's about right it's not about trying to fit a mold and trying to be like somebody else it's be who you are and own it yeah so I would probably say if
0: you're trying to build your body image and your self-esteem, think of a day when you felt really great. And what were you wearing that day? And follow that, you know, start kind of making a mode. Like when you look at pictures, I finally realized I don't really like wearing, I don't look good in stripes. I love stripes. I, every, every time I look at a shirt, I want the striped shirt and they just look awful. So I have to find stripes in other ways, like pillows, <laughs> <to surround me. laughs> but I'm starting to really see patterns in, Hey, I felt really great in this outfit on this day. Yeah. So I'm going to keep wearing more outfits like that. And that'll help your body image. And, um, but I really, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said people aren't looking at you, they're looking for you to look comfortable. They're not really looking at what you're wearing.
1: Yeah, they're, they're looking for your energy people mm-hmm. people feel your energy before anything else right so if you can figure out a way to raise your energy and feel good so like what you were saying you know whatever that outfit that makes you feel good
0: mm-hmm. whatever
1: you do in the morning when you wake up in order to whether it's exercise meditate reflect journal, whatever it is do something to raise your energy because people feel your energy first when you walk in the room yeah and they're attracted to it or they're not but what you're wearing is secondary to the energy you're bringing to the room
0: i agree it's a great call. What do you do when you're not feeling great about how you look? What do you do for yourself?
1: About how I look, I change my clothes. <laughs> yeah, there and there's definitely days where I'll be like, what? You know, I'll look in the mirror and I, I question everything about what I'm wearing. But there's definitely things that look better on me. So I try and stick with those things that accentuate the positives and are the right colors like knowing what colors look good on you and what colors don't look good on you is is important in making you feel good especially these days because we're looking at ourselves on zoom all the time and so not only are other people looking at us but we have this constant image of ourselves in front of us if we're you know doing zoom for work or for school or connecting with somebody. So knowing what colors make you feel good and make you think you look good are important. So I always try and for me, it's dark colors or jewel colors always make me feel better when I'm wearing them. So I try and do that. Right. So, yeah, I always put perfume on perfume always makes me feel good. I, you know, even if I'm not going to see anybody else today, it makes me feel good, so I wear perfume. It's <laughs> great advice. Um, yeah, things that make you feel good, things make you feel like you look good. Um, yeah jewelry, if you like wearing jewelry or earrings, those are the kind right. of things that just add subtly add to your look. yeah, and can make you feel good and raise your energy. yeah. Yeah.
0: And there's always going to be someone out there who's going to, you know, have something unkind to say. And it's up to you on how, I will, if you want to let it slip off or stick on you and carry it around all day. But, you know, when people say hurtful things or things about how you look, you can either drop it or you can carry it. And really think about what do you want to carry today? Because it's a lot to carry. Other people's thoughts are a lot to carry, other people's opinions are a lot to carry.
1: I remember this story that a facilitator told in a class that I was in one time, and it was about two monks that were walking across the street. Have you heard this story?
0: Mm -mm.
1: So, you know, monks aren't supposed to talk to, they were silent monks. They aren't supposed to talk to anybody. And um, so they're walking through a town and they come across a street that had been flooded. And there's a woman on the corner and uh, she can't get across the street so one of the monks actually picks her up and carries her and puts her down on the other side of the street and then they continue their walk the second monk was really stressed about this because the first monk broke the rules he's not supposed to touch a woman you know he interacted with a woman and he's fretting about it and you know, concerned that he broke the rules. And the first monk who carried the woman across the street said, why are you still carrying this? I set her down two streets ago. (laughs) Put it down. It's no longer an issue. And that monk was spending so much energy worrying about the rule he broke and that he had done something wrong and what's going to happen. And the first monk's like, I put that down. Like, I'm over it you know, <laughs> let's move on. And so like you said, you can choose to put something down and not carry it with you. You just have to choose to do it. And yeah. if you carry it with you, you're spending energy carrying somebody, something else that somebody else has said that's not even yours.
0: Yes. 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 Don't let strangers put things in your emotional backpack. Exactly. Yes. The emotional backpack. Exactly. Yes. Talk to kids about all the time is what else is in your backpack? What are you carrying that I can take out for you? Yes. It looks kind of heavy.
1: Yeah. And you can take it out yourself. I mean, you could think of it like the bricks that are in that backpack that either other people have put in or you've been carrying around for however long you can actually physically, if you want, go get a brick and Mm -hmm. write something on it that you want to take out and go set it down somewhere. Go put it outside, go throw it away, physically get rid of that brick and just let it go. Yeah. Because it is, it's like, it's, well, it's the baggage and the the things that we carry around that sometimes we've forgotten that we're carrying around and they just become part of our story that we're telling ourselves. And you have to intentionally bring that stuff to the forefront so that you can then intentionally put it down mm-hmm. and not carry it any longer. Yeah,
0: I like that idea. Yeah. So really talking about you know, with our self-image, body image, um, overall appearance. When you talk about people are attracted to your energy. I try to think about like, if I'm not feeling great about how I look, but I'm supposed to meet some friends out, how disappointed I would be if you and I were supposed to meet and you canceled and just said, I just don't feel like I look good tonight. That would break my heart. I'd rather than you just come over and, you know, leave your sweats on but i'm i want to see you not what you look like and i think with most of our relationships we want to see the person not what the person looks like so i think a lot of it is getting stepping aside for a second and acknowledging
1: all the gifts you bring um, yeah we're more than what we look like and yeah and when we bring a really positive energy to a situation to an event People will want to be around you no matter what you look like. Yeah. And we've talked about
0: in the past, we've talked about building resilience and using gratitude and how do you think gratitude could contribute to building your self-image?
1: I think gratitude is such a great practice because that's one of those things that can raise your energy. When you focus on the things that you're grateful for instead of the things that are going wrong or the things that are upsetting you. It's just a mindset shift. It's yeah. just shifting that energy to the positive automatically raises your energy. And then that's the energy people feel from you. Yeah, yeah. And if we, if we take that gratitude
0: to what we look like or to our physical body, you know, that being grateful for the legs that carry you, anyone who's had a broken foot, knows that once you feel better, you're like, oh, I'm so grateful for two healthy feet. I didn't realize how great this was. Yep. You know, I'm grateful for my height. I'm grateful that I have all my fingers that work. And, um, and there may be someone, you know, if you're complaining, oh, this is the thing I sent to one of my friends. I said, next time you complain about your weight, remember you're someone's goal weight and they could be standing next to you. Yeah. Yeah. And- add some humility into those statements that it's that there's someone else who's struggling to look like you. There's someone who's looking at you saying, I hope someday I can look like her. Yep. And, um, and I really think that goes from gratitude. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. This is a good conversation. I think it was a good pep talk for me, Patrice. Maybe I was a selfish thing I wanted to talk about, um, but I love seeing 10 different body types of especially girls in one room all celebrating and loving each other. And I just hope that these kids that are going out to make new friends, start a new school year, um, some are starting college, some are starting high school that you really look around at your friends and realize that no one, no one cares what you look like.
1: So people only care how you make them feel. Yep. Focus on how you make others feel don't worry about somebody who might not make you feel great. Just yeah. put them down and make somebody else feel great. And that will build your confidence, set you up with the right mindset, yeah. and allow you to be amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point, Patrice. If you take that that's been holding in, if we talk about proverbial brick, right? If you take that brick out of your backpack, you just made space for something lighter
1: that you love yeah
0: yeah so now you can replace the brick with something that makes you feel light with feathers and glitter and fun things like that
1: and rainbows and unicorns <laughs> yay <laughs> that is how we're end ending with this, words like glitter that is how we're ending this episode with rainbows right. and glitter and unicorns drop the brick get the glitter that's gonna be
0: our motto i
1: awesome. like it you have a question and you're not sure who to ask, you can ask us. You can email us at I have a few questions podcast at gmail.com.
0: Or you can contact us through Instagram. Just DM us at I have a few questions podcast. We would love to hear from you.